This is by way of a postscript on Matthew 6, uh, verses 14 and 15. He says, For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. The prayer itself is ended, but it seems that Jesus wants to reinforce this whole question of forgiveness and what happens if you don't forgive, that is. And he adds a postscript to verse 12, making quite sure we understand that if we hold others in unforgiveness, our Heavenly Father will exact will act in exactly the same way to us and our prayers will not be heard. We can get ourselves into a whole heap of trouble if we ignore this. I've seen sickness because of unforgiveness, bitterness and resentment. And we've heard the story of the lady dying with cancer because of what she held against her pastor. And some take the view that there needs to be an apology first. Now, where did you get that idea? It sounds like you're waiting for your pound of flesh. Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. It may get our goat that they didn't know what they were doing to us, that they didn't know what they didn't know what they did to Jesus, and he freely forgave them. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. Ephesians four thirty two. It takes maximum grace to forgive when they don't know the hurt and confusion they caused. It takes no grace to forgive when they know and apologize. Forgiveness, then, is mandatory. Whether they know it or not, apologise or not, whether you like it or not. It isn't an optional extra and it isn't excusing someone because they had a bad hair day. It's forgiving and releasing them totally from the debt that we feel they owe us, whatever it was. There are no exceptions. If there is vengeance, it belongs to God. We can safely leave it with him. Romans twelve nineteen, Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath. For it's written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. He knows we've been hurt, let down, disappointed, lied to and taken advantage of. But have we done any of those to others in the course of our lives? Have we hurt, offended, let down, disappointed, lied to them and taken advantage of them? Don't answer, because in one way or another, of course we have. We are weak, deceitful and twisted people, all of us. There are no exceptions. And God freely forgives us and goes on forgiving as we ask him to. So the least we can do is pass that mercy on to others. No way you can find a way around this. Do as you would be done by. It hits you head on and you have to do something about it, like now, or you won't be forgiven. That harsh word, that critical judgment, that condescending look, those roll eyes rolled heavenwards in exasperation. Oh, you didn't realise that those attitudes were sin too. Well, there you go. You just got a bit more inconvenient enlightenment. Sins of the thought life, the mind, the imagination, the faces that you make when their backs are turned, which he once described as evil continually, just before he brought the flood, if I recall it rightly. Attitude sins, a whole new can of worms there. Do you need to stop right there and ask the Holy Spirit to show you some of yours? 
Stinking thinking, that is. I'll wait here for you.